0: This is a Sandy Boy Productions podcast. Hey, everybody. Welcome to All Have Another Podcast with Lindsay Hine. I'm your host, Lindsay. Thanks so much for joining us today. Happy Olympic Trials marathon weekend such an exciting weekend uh today on the podcast i'm interviewing the race director for the shamrock marathon and the co-owner of jma racing amy frostick we kick off the conversation with our excitement for the trials this weekend And I want to let you all know that I am so excited to connect with the Shamrock Marathon this year. I'm going to be at the race doing some fun stuff at the Expo, hosting a meetup, and I hope that you all will join us. This race is the weekend of March 15th through the 17th. The 8K is on Saturday, and the Half Marathon and Marathon is on Sunday the 17th of March. It is festive, it is fun, and you all can use the code... Lindsay Sham, L-I-N-D-S-E-Y, Sham10, so Lindsay Sham10, for 10% off your registration of any of their races. Now, Amy, my guest today, she's going to tell you all about the Shamrock Marathon, what it looks like to be a race director, and a little bit about her own history with running. She has run 20 marathons. She's a marathon PR of 310. She's done four Ironman triathlons and she has owned JNA Racing along with her husband Jerry since 2003 when they took over the Shamrock Marathon they have 10 races under JNA Racing so they are very immersed in the running culture and don't you love hearing from a woman race director i love that so much so go to shamrockmarathon.com use the code Lindsay sham 10 or 10% off your registration. And let me know if you'll be there. I can't wait to see so many friends in Virginia beach, March 15th through the 17th. All right. If you love the podcast, please leave us a quick rating and review so that potential new listeners can find us. And if you see me out and about in Orlando this weekend or at the Donna marathon, please say hello. I would love to see you. Uh, thanks for listening and enjoy my conversation with Amy Frostick. All right. Hey, everybody. Uh, today on the podcast, we have Amy Frostick on the show. Welcome to the show, Amy. Thank you. Thanks for having me. So excited to have you here. Amy is the co-owner of J&A Racing. She, so do you, are you the race director of Shamrock yeah. then?
1: Yes. So we're, I guess, co-race directors as well. Yeah.
0: Okay. You all have a lot of races though. How many races do you have with J&A Racing?
1: Well, right now we have nine. Last year we had 10, um, but we up. We're, we're not going to do one of them this year. So we have nine. Total. Okay.
0: I don't know if I'm remembering this correctly, but I feel like right when I launched my podcast, someone had reached out to me and told me about you and was like, you need to have her on the podcast. And I haven't had a lot of race directors on yet, but JNA racing has been kind of like, I've heard of you all for a very long time.
1: Well, you did our race, right?
0: So in 2013, uh-huh. <laughs> which was way before, well, I guess, I mean, to me, it seems way before launching the podcast, mm-hmm. but it was really only three years,
1: right? Yeah, so not long. Yeah. Not long.
0: Yeah. Um, it seemed like a world away, though. So, I yes, I ran Shamrock in two thousand and thirteen, and it was a very, very, very windy year. Yes. Which maybe does is the wind. Is that a normal thing there? Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. So I think
1: like, you know, Colorado has hills and um, different parts of the country have different elements, but Shamrock will always have wind. And it just depends on what direction it is. I know for the one year that, I, well, the year that I did it and I PR'd, the, it was so great because the last six miles for the marathon, the wind was at our back and it was like, nice. yes, so nice. Um, so um, yeah, but wind is fine. You just... I mean, everybody trains in it.
0: I um, I do remember, low though, like being in the porta potty before and like hearing it. And I was like, what is this? What am I doing? And I think it was not the best conditions the day I ran it. Mm-hmm. Um, But I ran 313 and that stood as my PR for a long time. It's still my second fastest marathon. And I remember being grouped up with this big group of guys at the race. And it made me feel kind of badass, like being the the soul girl in this like big pack of men running. And there was a couple guys that were really nice and would like get in front of me and like take the wind a little bit. And, um, yeah, it'll always be a special race to me. Cause I think that Shamrock was the first race where I realized, Oh, like you can run faster than you realize. Like you have, um, a potential to run a lot faster than you ever thought possible. So good memories there.
1: Yeah. I think it's, yeah, I agree. It's, um, a lot of people do PR on the course because it is flat, so yes. um, we don't have any hills, um, even though we do go over to small bridges, but, you know, compared to other hill, other races, we are very flat, um, not a lot of turns, so it does set up as a good PR course.
0: Um, okay, so before we get more into Shamrock, though, you and I are both going down to Orlando. Yes. The Olympic trials are, so this will come out Friday, so they're tomorrow. <laughs> What are you, when are you going down? What are you most excited for?
1: So we're leaving on Wednesday and we're doing the running USA conference, um, which is a race director's conference. Um, we're doing that, um, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, and then, um, Saturday, the trials. And, um, I'm just so excited. We, uh, we've seen, we saw the trials when they were in New York city. We saw them when they were in Houston and this will be our third, um, trial. So I'm so excited that it all worked out together, that we'll be able to be there for it.
0: Do you have any like predictions or anything you're excited about as far as like who's (sighs) going to make the team or any, any dark horses that you're thinking of?
1: Yeah. You know, I'm, I've been reading a lot about it. I'm super excited to see everybody. I read the article in runner's world about Molly Seidel. So I, I love like everything about her, um, just her grit and everything that she's about. Um, Kiara, of course, um, has run Shamrock, so I'm super excited that she'll be there. Um, Dez is always fun to watch. Mm. Um, uh, Emily, um, gonna, everybody, I'm so excited. and Yeah, I'm more excited about the women than the men. Sorry, men. I know, <laughs> I know that's going to be just as fun. I'm going to be just as excited to see them as well. But um, just following all the women and everything they have going on, it, it's, been, it's been kind of fun.
0: Yeah, we've talked about that on Relay, my Relay podcast a little bit that I co-host. is like I think that women are a little more exciting to follow because we maybe see more of their journey. Mm-hmm. Like yes. they, they tend to put things out there more than some of the men, and so um, you feel like you know them. You get to know them a little bit more than some of the men, I would say. Absolutely.
1: Do you have a favorite?
0: Um, well, I actually just got off the phone with Alfine – Uh Oh Um, fun. Yeah. Before this call. And I thought it was so cool to, um, talk to the reigning champion. Um, she did say she has had a Rocky build though. So, Mm -hmm. um, but the weather, like if it's warm at all should be good for her. She does Mm -hmm. really well in the heat. Um, but man, I'd love to see Sarah Vaughn pop one off and, and make that team. I think that she's got the experience, maybe not so much marathon as much marathon experience as some of them but just like the racing mentality experience the years she's been in it and fellow mom of four so that's yeah. always fun for me to see and um we did a draft on on the relay podcast though and I picked Betsy Sena for my top pick for my team I was going on like you know the times for that as well but yeah I'm super excited I can't wait
1: yeah. um
0: so let's talk about Shamrock a little bit though I am so excited to be coming to the event this year. This is my first year coming for work instead of running, and I just can't wait to be a part of, like, a little more behind the scenes with you all. So maybe share a little bit about Shamrock and what's so special about it.
1: Sure. So um, it's really the kickoff for Virginia Beach, and I, I really love Runner's World at one time said that Shamrock has a world-class, it's a world-class race with a hometown feel. Mm. And I think we've really tried to keep that with Virginia Beach, with um, keeping it local and um, with the neighborhoods coming out and um, just making it really like a community feel. So um, it's St. Patty's Day weekend, so it's always special so because of that. There's green everywhere. It's funny, we've, um, we have a big souvenir store and every once in a while, they'll try to buy other colors other than green. I'm like, you know, green is the only color that sells that weekend. It's like, uh-huh. <laughs> everything has to be green. So um, it, because of Shamrock, because of St. Patty's Day, it makes it exciting. It's, um, you know, it, it's really three days. And we had a huge meeting today with the police and everybody and in, uh, that's involved in it. And you know, they were, they started with, well, the races start on Saturday. I'm like, you know what? It really starts on Friday. Cause that's when the expo is the sports and fitness expo. We have 17,000 of our participants that come through that expo on Friday. It's wow. crazy. I can't wait for you to see it, but it's um, yeah, it's very, I mean, it, and none of the other days there's really 17,000 people together. So it, that's a big day for us is the expo. So everything kicks off on Friday um, at 11 o'clock and uh, you know back to that community feel when we opened the door so this was in 2020 was covid 2021 we did it kind of a a, a hybrid race and then 2022 we had the first live race where people actually came um, and the entire city of Virginia beach, like all the leaders, the mayor, everybody was there and clapped as we opened the expo as the runners came through. It was so nice. I still get emotional about everything having to do with that. But um, yeah, so it's, it's cool how the community gets involved. And then um, then we lead into the races and it's, it's so fun. The 8K on Saturday is just huge. You know, we expect about 8,500 participants in that. Wow, And then, um, we have the little leprechaun dash, which is for kids age one to five. So they, you know, hop, skip, crawl, whatever they need to do to get through their 26.2 yards. And then, um, one of my favorite races of the whole entire weekend is we have the operation smile final mile, which is elementary school kids who do finish their last mile. They run 25.2 miles prior to the race and then finish the last mile at Shamrock. And, um, we have 4,500 particip- kids that do that race. It's wow. crazy, um, which we always laugh because it's the, the most exciting start of any of the races that weekend, but the finish, scary. <laughs> 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 it's not scary, but it's, we have to pair each of those kids back with their parents. Like, yes. um, so that's the hard part. So we have, we put this big corral up at the finish and make sure parents are, are with their kids and they leave. So, um. Yeah, it's, it's quite a production, but it's, it's fun. Especially
0: those little kids. Yeah. yeah. Like, I feel like under eight can be kind of scary. A little bit older, they can maybe figure out things a little bit better. But right. you don't want a six-year-old looking for their mom.
1: No, I know. And I, yeah, I don't know. They, they You know, little kindergartners are small.
0: Yeah, they are. Um, that is so fun. Yeah, I saw that in 2019 you were recognized for – Um, a a women's leadership award with the running USA industry conference. And can you tell us a little bit about why you're so passionate about getting women and kids to get involved in the sport?
1: Well, you know, I think um, being a woman myself and getting into the sport, it really um, helped me get through, I feel like high school um, Mm. growing up, even now, like without running, I don't know what, how I would get rid of some of the stresses that I have or, you know, mental health, its such a big, you know, word right now, we all have it. Um, But it's, I think it helps. And I think starting as a kid, there's so many children that have gotten involved in the final mile that reach out to us now they're in college or wherever they are. And they're like, you know, you know, you're from Virginia Beach, if you've ever done the final mile, because I feel like every child's gone through the final mile program. So the kids and getting them involved now, hopefully will stay with them and They'll think about maybe eventually doing another race down the road or, um, but, you know, as a woman leader, I think, you know, I've always, I'm one of four girls, so Mm -hmm. I feel like we're always very passionate and my dad always taught us and growing up, you know, you can do just as much as any man can do. You can do Mm -hmm. it. So,
0: um,
1: yeah. So girl power.
0: Yeah. Give us a little behind the scenes of like race director life. I know you have a a big team of people helping you out on race day and logistics and stuff like that, but like you have a big job on your plate. So race weekend, like what does your life look like?
1: Well, it's a little bit crazy. It starts very early. We don't sleep much that week. Um, but it, you know, I, I lead, I feel like I lead by example. I try to with my staff and everybody around me. So, you know, if it, if, a port-a-potty needs toilet paper and it's an emergency that comes over the radio, I'll run over and, and do the toilet paper. So they say that the best race directors really should have nothing to do race uh. weekend. I've never gotten to that point, <laughs> <laughs> but I think the reason why Jerry and I are so passionate and good at it is that we look for things. So, and they, they could be small little things, but we look for them. And if we find something that needs to be fixed, we fix it or we grab somebody to fix it. So, um, yeah, so we, I, I, I am always in the lead vehicle for Shamrock mm, Weekend. So fun days, I'm in the. I drive the vehicle, and then when I finish, I jump in the cart with area, and we just run around and find people, cheer people on. We do everything.
0: <laughs> you drive the vehicle, or you, or you ride in it. I drive it. You drive it. Why do you choose yeah. to drive it?
1: <laughs> I don't know. I think it was so we say with our business, I handle. Well, not that we say we do. So I handle like all the inside stuff. So I do all, you know, handle all the marketing, the finance, the um, registration, anything having to do with things that are, we call inside. Jerry handles all the list logistics, the course, okay, the police, communication, you know, fire, EMS, he handles all of that part. So race weekend, you know, after the expo is finished, really my jobs are kind of, the things we, we brought them here. They're here. Now you entertain them, Jerry, um, you and your, your part. So, um, so I was always like, I need something to do race weekend. Like I want to do something. So I, somehow I got in the vehicle and now I drive it.
0: So you know, the course, like the back of your hand. Yes. Okay. Anybody directing you, you just know exactly what to do.
1: Well, they're really good at putting cones out that I follow. So, okay. Yeah. And, and like I said, it, there's not a lot of turns on the
0: shamrock course, so uh-huh, it's uh-huh. easy. All right, friends, make sure you are fueling well for your next long run or marathon or hard workout with UCAN. UCAN has great energy powders, bars, and the new Edge Gel. I'm so excited UCAN has gels now for long lasting energy, no sugar spikes, easy on your GI system check out Ucan. this is the gold standard of energy gels delivering 75 plus minutes of steady crash free fueling for running cycling any endurance performance you are looking for again easy on the stomach you can get the energy gels for free you can try out 4 free gels all you have to do is pay shipping when you go to youcan.com slash another go check it out see what you think And then if you already are liking their products or using them or you want to try out anything else other than the gels, go to youcan.co slash another and you can use the code another for 20% off your order. Go check it out. All right, friends, back to the show. Um, Okay, so tell us a little bit about your history with running. I know you've run 20 marathons. Your marathon PR is 310. You've got one minute on me. Um, Yeah, tell me about what it did look like and what it looks like now.
1: Sure. So I started running when I was 13. My mom and dad were runners. So um, my dad signed us up for our own mother-daughter five-miler back in a long time ago. And (laughs) I did it with my mom and um, we ended up winning the mother-daughter category. So um, I just kind of fell in love with running then. The cross-country coach from the high school just happened to be at the same race and My dad had finished and was cheering me on and my, and the coach said to my dad, he's like, is that your wife? He's like, no, that's my daughter. (laughs) And he's like, sign her up. So um, I ran cross country and track in high school and then just continued on in college. I'm kind of happy that the college that I went to didn't have cross country or track because I was able to, I still love track. And I, I think I've heard you talk to some people too, that, you know, it's hard for the running college and track and I'm glad I did it. Um, but now then I got into marathons and longer distances. I've done some triathlons and, um, yeah, just love it. I love setting the goal. I'm not at that point anymore where I can run super fast. I've had uh, some knee surgeries and and stuff like that, but I still love it. And it's, it's a big part of my life.
0: And when you say triathlon, you've done four Ironmans.
1: Yes, (laughs) I have.
0: (laughs) When did you get into Ironman?
1: Um, the first one we did was in 1999, and we did the uh, inaugural Ironman Florida. And then we did Lake Placid three times, the Ironman Lake Placid three times. So I haven't done one in a long time, but it was um, it was a tough – it they take a lot of time to train.
0: So much. So when you did your first, were you like I, – I feel like a lot of people want to do an Ironman to, like, check it off their list, and then they're mm-hmm. like, okay, one and done, I did it. But you kept going. Yeah. Did you Did you always anticipate that?
1: No, I don't think so. I I think we just had a fun training group that just kept on setting goals and let's do the next one. We just, um, yeah, I just had a great training group and we kept on saying, okay, what's our next goal? And then it kept on being Lake Placid.
0: What was the hardest part of Ironman training for you?
1: Definitely the bike. Like Mm -hmm. the bike takes so long. Like we would go out on bike rides and they would be six to seven hours long. It was crazy.
0: It's so crazy. I just, I don't know how people do it. So did you and Jerry, that's, that's your husband. Did you guys train together?
1: We did a lot. Yes. Jerry's a much faster runner than I am. I'm a faster swimmer, but he's a faster runner. (laughs) Um, so yes, we did do our bikes together.
0: Oh man. Um, okay. So 20 marathons four Ironmans. What does it look like now for you? Like, what is your life with running look like now?
1: Um, I have a great group that I meet in the mornings to run with. It, you know, rain, snow, sleet, whatever it is, we go out um, in the dark. So we meet at 6.15 three times a week. And, um, yeah, so we just run. We talk about life and all kinds of things. Um, over Christmas time, we decorate a tree on our park. And, oh, um, fun. Yeah, so we just... It's a group, and it's um, fun, and we talk, and it goes by really quick, and we usually run about an hour.
0: Oh, I love that. That's like the, I always say that's like the perfect amount of time, like six uh-huh. miles or an hour, whichever right. one you hit first. Right, exactly. I saw that you guys, do you have an Airstream, or do you rent that?
1: We have an Airstream.
0: Okay, tell me about that part of your life.
1: Yeah, so we've had Airstreams probably for 12 years. okay. And we keep on upgrading to, you know, something different that we want. Um, We have two large yellow labs that travel with us. So I feel like we always buy things for the dogs, but (laughs) yeah. Um, So yeah, so we like to go and just explore and, um, you know, it really helped us in 2020. We just took it and left for six Mm. weeks and went out West and we kind of get lost in it and relax and, you know, there's something about camping and being in the woods, and I'm sure you get to that point with your boys that it's just so nice. There's nothing that makes you relax like camping.
0: I know I want to do it, but we're not real campers. And my husband's like, I don't want to deal with the setting up and tearing down. And I'm like, well, I only want to do it if you want if you want to be in charge of that stuff. So right. we haven't done that yet but i Mm. i want to but i also like sleeping in my bed at home
1: well and i don't know about being an airstream being real camping either i think it's kind of glamping
0: right 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 so
1: um yeah so we're not we're it's not setting up a tent it's it's definitely being in a camper where you have a nice comfortable bed and yeah coffee coffee maker
0: oh all the things Mm -hmm. so do you have like a a strategy or like a goal like you want to hit so many state parks or what?
1: Um, No, I don't think it's a goal. I think it's, um, it's more, where can we go next? Where can we explore? I'd like to go to every state park in Virginia. That would be fun to knock off all that, that list. But um, it's just fitting in the time, busy schedule and then getting on the road
0: and doing it. Yeah. Because after Shamrock, what's your next race? Uh, After
1: Shamrock, we have a corporate race in June. And then we have, um, then it's back to back. Then we have uh, our big blue race in August. We have our Virginia Beach Tim miler in September then two races in October, one in November, one in December. So
0: so you bought Shamrock in 2003. Mm-hmm. And does that coincide when you founded J&A Racing?
1: Yes. That's why. Yep. We started J&A Racing when we bought Shamrock.
0: So what were you doing before then? And what, how, like what led you to get into this?
1: Um, Well, (laughs) Jerry, when I met Jerry, he owned a running and triathlon store.
0: Okay. Yes.
1: It was inside out sports. And then we changed it to final kick sports and it was triathlon based. So
0: that's
1: kind of the history in triathlon as well. And um, yeah, so we trained people for shamrock all the time. We had training groups and people would come and then we would do a party before shamrock and after shamrock. So we had all these people training for it. And the owners knew how passionate Jerry and I were about it. And they just came to us and said, Hey, would you be interested in buying it? And we're like, sure. Like how hard can that be? <laughs> I had no idea, no idea what we were getting into. Um, so yeah, so we, um, we took it over in 2003 and, uh, it's, it's been learning. We've, Done a lot of learning through the years.
0: So when you took over Shamrock, though, because you you have ten races now, do you did you pick up all their other races, or did you create all those races along the way?
1: We created them along the way. So we had yeah. So we had Shamrock. Shamrock got big and it started growing. So we had to have a staff. Once we had the staff, we wanted other things for them to do. Virginia Beach also saw, hey you know, this, you're doing so good with Shermock. We have some other dead sections of Mm. the years that we would like people to come into. Would you be interested in putting on a race in October? So that's our wicked race, Halloween themed. Nice. And then surf and Santa. And, you know, I think runners bring good demographics to every city. So um, the city of Norfolk saw it. So we do some races in Norfolk. Um, And then the city of Hampton, we have our crawling crab race in Hampton. So Um, Yeah, so just over the years, we just kept on adding races based on city requests and then also what we thought would be a good fit.
0: Tell us about Virginia Beach, though. Like, I've been to Virginia Beach a few times. Mm -hmm. Um, Why should we come to Virginia Beach? What's so special about it?
1: Um, Well, I was riding my bike. The other day, Jerry and I have these fat tire bikes that we ride on the
0: beach. Oh, and love that.
1: We have such, so it's just such a hidden jewel, I feel like, Virginia Beach. We have good restaurants. It's, water is everywhere. So if you like coastal, anything, we have water all around us. I'm like looking outside because we have water across the street. Um, oh, it's amazing. But it's just, um, it's a small town community, but it's so large. We have the military presence of cool, of mm-hmm. course, which is super cool. Um, you know, the place that we run and actually the race actually goes wrong is first landing state park, mm-hmm. miles and miles of trails that you can run great campsite. So it's just, there's everything you need here. It's, it's great. It's a great community to live in.
0: So when I went to the last time I went to Virginia beach was for a bachelorette party. So it was a long time ago. Oh. Um, cause I don't know about you, but I'm not getting invited to bachelorette parties anymore. <laughs> yeah, me either. <laughs> um, but we went to – there was, like, an air show because my, my friend that was getting married, she was marrying a Navy SEAL. And so we went to, like, an air show, and that was really cool. Um, and then I had an aunt who used to live in Virginia Beach. And then, of course, my husband and I went for the race. It's also funny because when we ran the race that year, we got in the – well, I, I ran. He didn't. He was, like, um, my, like, you know, Sherpa cheering uh-huh. me out and stuff. Uh, we got in the car – we pulled up to a Planet Fitness and we paid $20 to use their showers, like the drop-in fee. And we got in the car and we drove all the way home the same day, 12 that was hours. That really
1: smart to do, go to the Planet Fitness. Yeah. What a great idea.
0: Right? Because like, we knew we wanted – we laugh at ourselves looking back because we were always like so careful about races and like missing days of work and like getting back right away. And mm-hmm. also we didn't have any money. So we were like, we can't pay for another night of a hotel. Right. Um, but I'm like, never right now in my life would I get in the car for 12 hours the same day that I ran a marathon. Like, no way. I can't believe we did that. But yeah, Planet Fitness, that worked out really well.
1: That's a really good idea. A lot of the hotels now in Virginia Beach know because we bring such a big community that they have late checkouts. But um. Yeah,
0: that's nice when people do that. Mm-hmm. Um, but man, I mean, I could fly home same day, but I don't. I don't want to drive home. No way. Well, if you don't shamrock remember... rock this
1: year, you want to stay because the bands are really, really good. So oh, par- tell me after about party, the parties. Yeah, and I think that's something too that I probably skipped it with Shamrock is that the after party is so fun. So someone
0: mentioned that in my comments when I was yeah. sharing about it. Yeah,
1: so, it's, so on the AK day, um, you go. We put this huge tent. It's like a city block um, because it, it can be cold and windy, and it's on the beach, so you're in the sand. And, um, on Saturday, the spasmatics are playing Jerry and I actually heard them at a Brooks party in a TRE and we're like, we need to get this band for Shamrock. So they're playing Saturday and then go, go gadget, a band from, I think they're from New Jersey are coming in and playing Sunday. So, so fun. And Sunday's party goes till four o'clock. So a lot of people, um, they do the marathon or half marathon and even can go get, you know. Go take a shower and then come back to the party. Come back down. Yeah. Cheer people in. Everybody gets four Yingling beers. so Four. Four. Mm -hmm. (laughs) (laughs) It is the Yingling Shamrock Marathon. So (laughs) there's that. (laughs) Yeah. So it's a big party. It's fun.
0: Does anybody use all four tickets for those four beers? Oh,
1: yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Well, a big thing that they like to do under the tent is build cup towers. So you'll Mm. see it. So they build these huge cup towers full of empty beer cups. Um, let's see how high they can go and then
0: who's the party crowd? Is it is it like the mid pack half marathoners?
1: I think I think it's prob yeah, I'd probably say that. But <laughs> it's a crazy how many marathoners you'll see in there dancing. I'm like I've never felt like dancing after I've run a marathon, but
0: no. Um We used to set up a PBR stop at the Monumental Half Marathon. Oh, I love that. Yeah, our house was at mile nine of the half. Unfortunately, it was not on the full course, but um, it's always like about the 150 crowd. That's when they'll start taking a beer. Mm -hmm. Or like a, you know, a drink of a beer. Before that, people are a little more serious business. But that two to three hour crowd, that's the party crowd in the half marathon. Like they will stop and they'll say hi and they'll give you a hug and they'll get a drink of the beer. And yeah, it's so fun.
1: Maybe that can be one of your assignments, Shamrock Weekend. You can go around and ask the party crowds, what was your time? Oh, that's so funny. (laughs) So we can figure it out. We We can investigate. We can figure it out. That's a good
0: idea. I'll come with a mic and be like, excuse me. Doing a survey here. Yeah. Oh, that's so good. So what's your favorite thing about race directing?
1: You know, I've been asked this before and definitely seeing people reach their goals. Mm. Um, and I think that's after COVID the COVID years or we didn't have racing. Um, I think like we were one of the first races that went down, like it COVID happened. Oh, you're
0: right. Then yeah. we were right there.
1: 10 days out. We had everything. We had everything. Um, and I think the biggest thing that I was so upset about was people that have been training to finish their first marathon or the first half marathon, their first 8K. these people weren't going to be able to finish their goals of doing this. So mm-hmm. I think um, watching people finish, it's just the most amazing thing their the smiles on their faces, the high fives, it's just, and you know how you, and you know how it feels like when you cross oh, that finish line, it's just like, oh my gosh, I did it regardless of. My fastest time versus the last half Marathon I did, it, it's always the same feeling. It's such it's, it's so I like pe- watching people finish circles.
0: Yeah. And and there is something really special about the first time. You cross the finisher line and you're like, Did I just do that? Right. I just did that. Yeah. It feels so good. And I get a better Tell us about Yeah, tell us about the leprechaun.
1: Leprechaun Bob? Yeah. Yeah, he's he's a thing. So um <laughs> Uh, Bob Schneedwin is our, is our announcer. And he has been with Jerry and I at, um, Shermock since the very beginning, since 2003, he and his wife, his wife helps us in the store. She's amazing. Susan and Bob, just Susan makes his outfits. So he wears a full on leprechaun suit and he's out there and he, he sits there and sucks on cough drops all day long. So he will not have to miss A single person. He doesn't want to have to go to the restroom. So he doesn't drink water. So he can announce every single. Oh my gosh. Like that's his goal. He wants to, he's so great. He's amazing. I can't wait
0: to see him in action.
1: He is such a fun announcer. He just um, actually posted, I saw a picture. He also, for this final mile program with the kids, he goes to all the schools and he's so popular. Like Jerry and I can come. They don't care about us. They want to see the leprechaun. So um. Yeah, it's a thing. I can't wait oh, for you to meet so him. Good. Yeah, you're gonna. love him. I can't him.
0: believe that he doesn't drink and just sucks on the cough drops because yeah. I've only race announced a couple times, but like I'm drinking, sucking down water. Like right. I'm not getting dehydrated for a job. <laughs> yeah. yeah.
1: No, he is. <laughs> that's so funny. He's amazing. Yeah, he just you know, and he'll he'll sip on some water, but not. He doesn't want to.
0: He doesn't want to have, have to because you do. Yeah, you you do have to run to the bathroom. Like if yeah, you're, if he doesn't you're want that. to. Um, what is like the on average? Like what is like the winning times in Shamrock?
1: If you had, uh, the, I know,
0: I know, it's arranged depending on the weather and whatnot.
1: Yeah, so we, so you know, we used to have prize money at Shamrock, but we because we're you know, a month before Boston, mm. we would all get, always get like kind of the second tier mm-hmm. um, athletes. So now marathons for men, 220 women okay. is probably 240 to 250. Okay. Um, half marathon for men is low one, you know, one hour, six, seven minutes, and then women 115 maybe.
0: Okay. Yeah. Okay. Well, tell us the story about Boston then. I was going to say, do you then go to Boston? But tell us a story about you and Jerry in Boston. Okay,
1: yeah, that's a great story. So um, in 1996, I, I did. So I ran my first marathon in 1995 at the Marine Corps Marathon, and at the first marathon, I qualified for Boston. So in 1996, it was the hundredth. So I was like, okay, well, I guess. And my training partner moved away, so I had to do all the training by myself. Trained for the marathon in 1996. Went up. My sister. I had some family that came up to, to cheer me on. I did the race um, by myself, finished it. And we were taking photos at the finish, you know, the meet meetup areas by your last name. And a couple of years later, I was like going, and I had met Jerry in 1997.
0: Okay. Um, so a, year a, couple,
1: later. a year later, um, I was going through photos and I saw my Boston photos from 1996. I'm like, Oh, my God, that's Jerry in the background of <laughs> one of my, one of my that is pictures. Wow. wild. I know. And I could tell because he used to wear those crazy pants. Remember the NFL crazy pants that like were – Like tearaways? No, they were like these – it was like – they were like joggers, but they had like the NFL print on them. Okay. They are pretty awful, but <laughs> he had a pair of like Miami Miami Dolphins joggers on. Oh, so, funny. Yeah. It was, he was, it was in your style. picture. You
0: had no idea who he was. No idea. Crazy, huh? <laughs> Yes. So did you meet him through triathlon training?
1: Through yeah, through running. I went in to go get a pair of shoes. He owned the, the, the running store. store at the time, yep. And I went in to go get a pair of shoes and met him that there and is started so running. So crazy. And it's yeah. kind
0: of crazy that you even went back and looked at that picture.
1: I know. I think I was trying I was it must have been wintertime. I was trying to organize things. I don't know. But
0: Yeah. Because it's like, you sent me those Jamrock pictures, you know, from uh-huh. 2013. They were good and pictures. You had they some were good, good, good pictures. I know. You looked was so, so good. Glad, I was so glad you sent me those. Uh-huh. Uh, but I was looking through them and like looking at the people that were uh-huh. in the pictures and trying to remember like, oh yeah, one of the guys, I even remember his name because I met him after the race and like, yeah, it's just wild to look back on those. But like, had you not sent those, I never would have looked at them. So it's just kind of crazy that you even put that together. And there were like 40,000 people doing that race.
1: Yeah. I know. Yeah. It was large. Yeah. It's crazy.
0: Oh my goodness.
1: I know. Yeah. It's amazing the people you meet during, like, I always feel like I meet people when I've done marathons. Like, you know, I had a best friend, John, that I met in Chicago and Uh somebody had an Ironman that I met that we ran the whole race, the whole marathon together. So it's cool.
0: Uh, Oh, I love it. All right. So I'm going to be in Shamrock. Um, I'm going to be there Friday, Saturday and Sunday, the 15th, 16th and 17th. And you all can use the code Lindsay, L-A-N-D-S-E-Y sham 10 for 10% off your registration. So excited. We did that giveaway too. That giveaway. People were so excited about that giveaway.
1: Yeah. You had like 456 comments or something like that.
0: People want to come.
1: <laughs> they do. Great. Bring it.
0: <laughs> we will um, show them
1: a good time with four beers. <laughs> I can't wait. Yeah. Get
0: those, I'm going to have to stay Sunday night then if we do that.
1: <laughs> I think we were planning on that. I we? think so.
0: Okay. Um, all right. Amy, what is something professionally or personally you would like to do that you haven't done yet?
1: Um, well, you know, Jerry and I were talking, one of my goals that I want to do is I want to get back to doing more races mm, and experience like running them. Running, yeah. So we're gonna. I'm gonna. My goal is I want to do all 50 states, some type of distance. Okay. Because some races, some like like a lot of people say I want to do a half marathon in every state or a marathon in every state. But like I want to go do the Cooper River Bridge, yeah, in South Carolina. But then, go, yeah, so that would be my South Carolina. Yeah, one. you don't so, need to then
0: go do another like a half, half just half, to do right. a half. Yeah, yeah.
1: So a race in 50 states. That's nice. what I to do personally. Um, ah, Professionally, you know, I'd like to, and my staff would probably laugh at this, but I would love to stop sweating the small stuff yes. <laughs> and focus on our wins. So that's I good. think that's probably professionally what I'd like to do.
0: You probably do that more than you realize. Yeah, I guess so. But you probably do a better job than you realize, I should say.
1: Yeah. It's, it's, you know, I think Jerry and I are a really good combination, like with the outside-inside stuff, mm. but... Sometimes work never stops.
0: Yep. Uh, What is the best, most recent book you've read?
1: Well, I'm reading whatever, Demon Copperfield. (gasps) I joined your boy at Book Club.
0: You are? Yes.
1: And I love it. I just don't have – Where are you? I'm like almost three-quarters of the way through it. I don't know if I'm going to finish it by the 31st, but I'm going to try. It's so good. Yes, it's so good.
0: We're not doing the Book Club meeting – until February 15th. So,
1: okay. Well, I I'll be done with it by then. Okay. I love it. I love the book.
0: I still Isn't have it tons so of time. Good?
1: To so good. Yes, so I'm glad but- you
0: brought that up. If you, people are listening, I've been sharing about it on my Instagram, but I'm doing them. I read all the time and people mm-hmm. are always like, what, is, you know, asking me for book suggestions. So I'm like, I'm just going to not overthink this and I'll pick out a book. And if people want to read it with me, they can. Um, and then we'll do a monthly, like easy meetup, um, online. And then if people are local here, we're going to meet up. But um, I picked Demon Copperhead because everybody kept talking about it Mm -hmm. um, after I said I read The Poisonwood Bible, which is by the same author. So anyway, one of the best books I've ever read, I would say, like, in my top five.
1: Yeah, it's really good. I'm really enjoying it. So I'm glad that I joined your book club and could do that. But I did – I wrote some dub. So Maybe Someday Okay. um, by Colleen Hoover. I really like that one. Oh, yeah. Her books are fun. Yep. And then – um, one of my favorite books of all time is Molokai. Okay. Um, and it's about a girl that um had leprosy in Hawaii back in the day, and she was and they used to send them all to Mal- the island of Molokai and she started her whole life over there. So wow. that was, that's a really good book.
0: Wow. Okay. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um by the way, the February book club club pick is much uh more Calm, like not sad. Okay. Demon, Demon Copperhead is um, it's a lot. It's, it's is. a lot. It is. I did like a fun love story one for okay, which for February like Valentine's Day. But anyway. oh, good.
1: That yeah, that'll be fun. Yeah, and oh, I already yeah. downloaded that one, so I'm excited. That will be my next one.
0: Oh, perfect. Yeah. And that'll yeah. be like a quick read. Um, thanks for those suggestions, though. We will link all of the book suggestions in the show notes at sandyboyproductions.com. Um, who's some someone? Um fun motivating or inspiring you'd like to have coffee tea, or cocktail with
1: you know what I am an 80s girl so I'm gonna go with Madonna yeah
0: yeah love that answer
1: yeah we've seen her in concert she's oh, fun. uh fun yeah I oh, went an airstream trip one time we went to, we took to Michigan we ended up going to her dad's winery so there's some photos of her in there fun so, yeah so, love that yeah, Madonna all the way
0: Madonna what's your last message to leave with the audience
1: Um, I think, um, don't sweat the small stuff and have fun along Mm. the way.
0: I love that. Have fun out there. Have
1: fun out there. Have fun out there. Yeah. And we'll have fun on Friday when I see you.
0: Can't wait. Thanks, Amy. Thank you. All right, everybody. Thanks so much for joining us today. Thank you, Amy, for hopping on the podcast. You all should definitely go check out the Shamrock Marathon. If you can't make it this year, join me next year. Shamrock Marathon, that's their Instagram. And again, the code is Lindsay Sham 10 for 10% off your registration. Hit me up on Instagram, Lindsay Hines, 626. If you're going to be there, I'd love to connect. Thanks for being here today. Happy Olympic marathon trials weekend. And we'll see you next week on all have another.